0: Hi, this is Nathan Toops, and you're listening to episode 11 of Embracing Disruption. Welcome back. This is the first episode since South by Southwest 2014. Um, I had a blast. It was a lot of fun, and we're packing a lot into this episode, into our future episodes. Uh, This is part of a series that will probably end up being maybe three, maybe four, maybe five episodes. I haven't quite decided yet. But in this episode, I'm focusing on two projects. The first is a Kickstarter. The second is a really neat tech project um, called Tech Mums. So to get started, I'm going to go ahead and start off with the Kickstarter project. Now, Kickstarter has a fondness in my heart because this podcast actually started as a Kickstarter project. I co-authored a book with Brad Carlton from Tech Pines. Uh, We wrote a manifesto called Embracing Disruption, the Cloud Revolution Manifesto, and I understand how important it is to get the word out about your project. So while I was on the South by Southwest showroom floor, I was fortunate enough to run into this guy. So I'm Shinya Shimizu, the co-founder and CEO of Agic this company. And I know that it might have been hard to hear because of the hustle and bustle of the very busy showroom floor, but that was Shinya Shimizu from Agic, which is A-G-I-C. And in front of me is a bunch of paper with what looks like metal ink written all over it. And behind him was a printer, and next to him was a little marker. And what he has is these printed circuit boards on paper. All right, so we are a startup that develops the technology to print electronic circuits on paper using printer, using home printer. So, you know, so far, circuit design is very difficult and time-consuming part in rapid prototyping. For example, if you make um, usual conventional uh, printer circuit board it requires one week, hundred dollars, but without technology, it's just printed. So it requires only one minute, less than one dollars, so thousand times faster, hundred times cheaper technology. so well, we have a little bit problem in durability, so this cannot be a final product, but this perfectly works for prototyping and that's exactly right. I mean, not only did he have his business cards which could fold into a USB powered led light but there were full microcontrollers being um uh doing led displays uh it's for rapid prototyping it's really really cool and i recommend you checking it out because uh the project is still going on as of the recording of this podcast you can check the project out at agic.cc slash kickstarter we'll also have a link in the show notes My first real interview for this podcast is with an amazing woman named Dr. Sue Black, but I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself.
1: Um, Well, hi, my name's Sue Black. Um, I'm a social entrepreneur from the UK, and uh, I guess I'm a, well, I've been called a radical thinker, so (laughs) I guess I'm that as well.
0: Radical thinker and awesome. So to set the context, we're actually holding this interview in pretty busy hotel, the Driscoll, which is downtown, right on 6th Street, um, right on the edge of all the things that are happening at South by Southwest. And to start off the conversation, I asked her, well, what brought her to South by Southwest?
1: Um, I'm out at South by Southwest to kind of catch the buzz, I suppose, really. I've been every year for the last four years, and I always go home with great new ideas of things that I should be doing or approaching things in different ways. So I kind of like coming not so much for the actual conference itself, but for the conversations all around it.
0: And I couldn't have said it better myself. For me, South by Southwest over the last five years has really been all about the people. And as we continued our conversation, I think she summed it up perfectly here.
1: It's like meeting up with old friends, finding new friends and just finding lots of like minded people who kind of maybe come from a very different um, background or whatever, in different industries even, but people that kind of are interested in the same kind of things.
0: And this podcast interview couldn't be a better example. When I went to South by Southwest, I had no idea that I was going to run into Dr. Sue Black. I had no idea. It just happened. That's what South by Southwest is all about. You get there, you meet people, you introduce yourself and you're authentic, and then magical things happen new friends are made, old friends are recultivated, and you maybe even get to introduce old friends to some of your new friends. It's really a kind of crazy experience. And so now it's time to get into the bulk of the interview. I asked Sue what projects she's been focusing on these days.
1: I guess my main focus at the moment is a project called Tech Mums, uh, which is all about getting mums um, kind of more confident with technology.
0: And I thought this project sounded absolutely fascinating. So I got her to elaborate on how the project works.
1: So what we do with mums is um, we take them through two hours a week on a five-week program. So we take about 20 mums. we work in the school, so we get mums together in the school. And the first week we do like a basic orientation around uh, computing. The second week um, we do app design, then next week we do web design, then social media, and then the last week is uh, coding in Python.
0: I mean, how cool is that at the beginning of five week program, you're just getting introduced to the computers. You're learning about different processes and then by the end of it, in the last two hour class, at the end of five weeks, you're coding in Python. That's really cool. I mean, coding is an intimidating process. I know a lot of people who want to get started in coding. Uh, I even dedicated a podcast episode to this early on in Embracing Disruption, and it looks like maybe it was a bit of a contentious issue even to include in this five-week program, as Sue brings up in this next part.
1: And it was funny, because we did a survey of a thousand mums before we put the course together for for the pilot. And um, one of the questions we asked was, would you like to do X? You know, and so one of those things was coding. And that got the lowest, you know, it was like 2% or 1% of mums wanted to learn to
0: code. And Sue actually mentioned that they talked about maybe even putting it on the chopping block. Maybe not including coding. Maybe that it was too much for the five-week program. And Sue knew it needed to stay. And she fought for it. With good reason
1: and makes them feel more in control of what's going on you know it's not this really really scary thing oh so that's what's happening inside so yeah so it was only one percent of mums who wanted to code but i was like no we must we must keep it in there we must keep it in the in the program and so what happens was at the end of the pilot that we ran you know we um gave questionnaires to the mums again and one of the questions we asked them was which session did you like the most and it was coding, so I was really happy because I know that if that had been early on in the in the program, that wouldn't have happened. So I think it was really good in that we gradually warmed them up towards, so they felt more and more confident through the weeks, and then by the last week, they were happy to have a go at coding in Python.
0: So the very same group that had very little interest in coding learned to love coding more than any other part of the entire project. I mean, that's huge. And this isn't just a whim or some anecdotal stories that Sue's referencing. She took measuring this very seriously.
1: So we had a researcher from um, Brunel University in London uh, measuring their like confidence levels with different things and kind of attitudinal uh, survey like each week. And we found that um, the thing that changed the most was their general self-esteem. So their confidence with technology rose dramatically but even higher than that was their just general self-esteem. So it just kind of showed us that not only are we helping them to feel confident around technology, but that in itself is helping them to feel more confident in themselves.
0: I think it's pretty evident by now what a big picture thinker that Dr. Sue Black is. And it's intriguing to me that technology as this empowering device, technology as this sort of leveraging tool to give confidence and extra set of skills and abilities to a group of women who are typically not focused on when, it talk, when we think about bringing technology to the household. So as part of our conversations, Dr. C Black actually brought up how the idea for Tech Moms came around in the first place. I
1: started just before that working with kids, thinking we need to get kids to understand technology and stuff, but then realized quite quickly that if we do that and those kids then go home and uh, their parents are negative about technology, we didn't get very far. So I suppose my whole mission is to like change the world, uh, <laughs> but change the world in terms of helping people to see the potential of technology. Um, and I really want to get out to as many people as possible. So I was thinking also well, if we, you know, the kids go home, maybe the parents are negative. We didn't get very far. What can I do about that? So I was thinking, so what are the who are the key influencers in general, um, and thought well. Actually, I think that the key, the key influencers in society are mums because mums are kind of like um, they're just uh, their their opinion kind of reflects through the family. So why don't we target mums instead of instead of the kids? And also, mums are kind of I, I hate those. I've seen several articles over the years where some guy in tech says. It's so simple, if my mum could use it. So, to me as a mum of four children, that's really quite offensive really. It's just like, so mums are the most, I know they don't really mean it in a bad way. It's just like, it's just kind of, um, they're not trying to be offensive. But it's just like, why is it always mums that are like made out to be the most stupid people? So, I kind of want to turn that around and empower mums. And also, I want to create more women in technology and try and, you know, because it's about 15, 20% of women in technology, um, so try and do something about that too. And so if we can empower mums around technology, it just, for me, ticks so many boxes. And I think is like the best place to start to try and change the whole perception of, uh, from a kind of negative attitude towards technology to a more positive attitude towards technology.
0: In this fight towards changing attitudes, Changing attitudes from negativity to positivity is something that seems to have motivated Dr. Sue Black for a long time. Earlier in our conversation, a piece that I had skipped over initially so that we could get into the bulk of Tech Mums, was actually very insightful. It covered her larger motivations for why she even got involved in any of these projects in the first place. Social good projects projects that will help change the world.
1: I've been a computer scientist for like 20 years in academia. And whenever I talk to anyone uh, right outside of my peer group about what I do, you know, someone says to me, you know, what's your your work, what do you do? And I say something about computer science, usually they would either like, think that I was too clever, so they couldn't talk to me, or I was very boring, and, and why would they want to talk to me, or they'd ask me to fix their computer or they'd start complaining about big government IT systems that have failed. And so it's all negative, all negative stuff. Um, And whereas for me, I think technology is the future. Technology is what's going to save the planet. To me, it's just like the best thing ever. So to kind of get that attitude, which is like, you know, polar opposite to how I feel, um, it's kind of like, you know, gradually it just got me more and more annoyed and wanted to do something about it, I suppose. And so, I kind of stepped out of full-time academia a couple of years ago and really wanted to do something that would try and change the world to to help people to understand the world maybe the way that I see it. Um, With technology being this a massive enabler and a positive thing.
0: TechMums has a clear message with clear results. That part is obvious. With a successful first round, they're already on round two, and there's expressed interest in other cities in the UK. There's express interest in the United States, and they have plans to keep on expanding. I'm excited to keep track of Tech Moms now and in the future. If you want to learn more about Tech Moms, you can go to techmoms.co, and that's the British version of moms. So that's T-E-C-H-M-U-M-S dot co. I think that's awesome. Or if you Google Dr. Sue Black, there's lots of videos and commentary articles she's doing so much and she's done so much i highly recommend checking out the work of dr sue black and of tech mums in general i hope you enjoyed episode 11 of embracing disruption this is the first of our post south by southwest series i would appreciate you giving us a positive like on soundcloud or if you're subscribing through itunes go ahead and rate us in the itunes store all of that helps us with exposure share this with your friends and if you'd like to support the project i encourage you to buy a copy of embracing disruption a cloud revolution manifesto either in kindle or print version on amazon we'll also have links to that in the show notes and as always keep on striving to do great things